0: ...reading the New York Times travel section, turning the pages daintily, with her claws as big and sharp as steak knives. Right now, for example, look up. Right over there, see the eagle flying low and fast down Curlew Street? Watch. As he sails over the grocery store, he whirls and snatches a whirling piece of cardboard, and he flap-flop-flaps down the street triumphantly, big as a tent... You can almost hear him thinking, I am one badass flying machine. This weird, flat brown bird didn't get away from me, no, sir. Nothing can elude my lightning deftness in the air. Not something you see every day, an eagle chortling over a beer box, eh? And down the street goes the eagle, heading west, his capacious shadow sliding like a blanket over the elementary school, where a slim, older woman with brown and silver hair and brown and green eyes is holding court over the unruly sixth grade, her eyes flashing. And over her grandson Daniel, age twelve, with hair braided into three thick braids of different colors, red, black, brown, who is zooming on his bicycle just in front of a logging truck, giving the driver wiggy nightmares for a week and over a sturdy young woman named Grace, in an open meadow high on a hill, where she is slicing apart a small car with a blowtorch, her muscular right arm pumping and flexing with the torque of the torch, and the leap of her muscle making her tattoo flash like a neon sign, KISS FLASH, MY FLASH, ASS. And over a lithe woman called No Horses, in her studio crammed with carving tools, as she is staring thoughtfully at a slab of oak, twice as big as she is, which isn't very big at all, and over a man named Owen Cooney, who is humming in his shop crammed with automobile parts and assorted, related ephemera, as his pet crow sits quietly on an old Oregon State University football helmet, watching, and over a grocer-grocering, a priest-priesting, a doctor-doctoring, teachers-teaching, two cooks-cooking, A man beating his son, an insurer insuring, a woman vomiting in a creek, a banker banking, an old nun's heart faltering in her room on the top floor of the hotel, a man telling a lie in court, a teenage couple coupling on top of the blankets in the downstairs bedroom of her parents' house so as to be sure that no rumpled sheets will tell tales of their vigorous unclothedness, and so many more stories, all changing by the minute— all swirling, and braiding, and weaving, and spinning, and stitching themselves one to another, and to the stories of creatures in that place, both the quick, sharp-eyed ones, and the rooted green ones, and the ones underground, and the ones too small to see, and to stories that used to be here, and still are here, in ways that you can sense sometimes, if you listen with your belly, and the first green shoots of stories, "'that will be told in years to come. "'So many stories braided and woven and interstitched "'and leading one to another like spider strands "'or synapses or creeks, "'that you could listen patiently for a hundred years "'and never hardly catch more than shards and shreds "'of the incalculable ocean of stories "'just in this one town, not big, not small, "'bounded by four waters, in the hills, by the coast, "'end of May,' for salmonberries, just ripe. But you sure can try to catch a few, yes? At the west end of the main street, where it begins to slide off precipitously toward the ocean, there's a long, low building, faced all around with cedar shakes. Right over this sprawling structure, the eagle turns south toward his nest, and as he wheels against the noon light, His capacious shadow slides over two elderly men at a rickety alder table in front of the long low building, and they look up right quick. "'That thing, big as a tent,' says the taller of the two. "'Adult male,' says the shorter man. "'How can you tell from here? Can see his ego, the angle of his dangle.' They grin. "'Actually, I can tell it's a male,' continues the shorter man. Because you notice that he's carrying a piece of cardboard, which is foolish. So there you go. Gratuitous slur on our gender, says the taller man. Men, the final frontier, answers his companion, as your lovely bride says. The two men are drinking beer and eating salmon berries.